Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Podcast Juice. My name is Michael Dean, and this is the Podcast Art Prince. Joining me today is Mr. Ampu. Sir, how are you? I'm doing good. A little bit of overcast, but, you know, I hear that the horses um, get uh, frightened when the lightning sees and all that other good stuff. So not a bad day in L.A. Okay. (laughs) I was wondering where you was going with that. Kind of butchered that lyric, but I remembered it. Pulled it back in. (laughs) Well, man, uh, what do I want to talk about today? So there's a couple of, well, there's some new announcements uh, I see uh, the big one here is that there is going to be a makeup line for prints. Uh, this is with a company called Urban Decay. Now, listen, I am not uh, a person who buys makeup or really knows too much about it. So I'm not sure. I don't know much about Urban Decay. I assume this is a company that's been around for a while. And they uh, partnered up with the Prince Estate and they've announced, uh, it says it's a limited edition super rare capsule, uh, which is a tribute to the creative genius of Prince. It's not much details of actually what is inside this or what they're actually selling. Uh, I think they're going to reveal that later. But it says uh, that they've, in collaboration with the Prince Estate, um, uh, Randy St. Nichols, I'm saying her name right. Uh, she's also, she's, she's done uh, a lot of photography for Prince over the years. I think she's, she has a great book, uh, out as well. That came out a couple years ago at this point. Um, actually she's had a couple of Prince books, one when he was alive and, and one after, um, I want to say, uh, Trevor Guy, uh, was also listed as, uh, being a part of this rollout and, uh, Damaris Lewis, I'm saying her name, right. And salute to that sister, beautiful sister. Uh, so all three of them are are helping in some way, uh, working with uh, Urban Decay on this line. It's called Live Loud in Color, and yeah, it's a it's a makeup line. Um, I see I see both sides of some reactions to this online from you know Prince fans. Uh, of course, there's a lot of people I think that are very excited for this. Um, like I said, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people that, that use makeup. There's a lot of Prince fans. So this would be a great thing. Like, oh, wow, it's a Prince thing. I can't imagine, like, what, what is it going to be? Like, is this, like, eyeshadow or, or, or foundation? Or something? But, you know, um, that, that's interesting, I suppose. And then there's other people that I think are asking the question, and I see this come up from time to time when products come out. In regards to Prince, it's like, you know, well, what would Prince do? Is this the right thing to do? Or would he be into this and that type of stuff? And before I sort of go into my thoughts on this, I wanted to, one, and what do you you think of this announcement of the Live Loud in Color uh, cosmetic line, I guess, or makeup for Prince? Are you going to be buying some of this? Uh, maybe for my wife and daughters, possibly. Maybe Mother's Day is coming up, you know, uh, graduations, whatnot. But, I mean, for me, I mean, I, let me see. I mean, Prince, Prince, like he would say, he was always dressed to the nines, you know. If he could take off about 10 years, I, hey, you never know. I'm getting, I'm in a very competitive industry where the younger folks uh, get the jobs now. So, you never know. Let's see what they can do with this old messed up face. 
But just a little background. Um, I can see you with the purple eyeshadow, but but, but go off. I ain't doing the I'm purple eyeshadow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that might help. You never know. You never know. <laughs> um, but they said that this is uh, Urban Decay's headquartered in Newport Beach, California, and is a subsidiary of the French cosmetic company L'Oreal. So oh, okay. they got so some big, big money, money behind it. Yep. Uh, interesting. <clears throat> Apparently, Urban Decay is known for their naked collection which yes i'm I'm aware of that so um it's going to be quality so this this, people don't worry about right right there it's going to be a quality product now whether you are 100 behind it or you believe and have faith in it that's on you um i look at it as the the family in my opinion have not been properly compensated for uh, Prince's likeness and the estate and everything. So if this is something new that they can, you know, go ahead and use this to, to uh, I guess, take care of and provide for the family. Because at the end of the day, regardless of how all of his real friends, and I'm talking about the Purple Army, may think about that family, at the end of the day, that is his family. And they have control of his estate and his likeness to an extent. And... If everybody else is eating, why can't they? Very good point. And that kind of leads me to my thing. Well, that's a question. I I still wonder if the quote unquote family is eating off of that. But that's that could be another podcast. Uh, Here's my take on it. One. At this point in the game. uh, I'm not mad at the move. Uh, It's not for me. And all things aren't for for all peoples. So I'm not mad at, you know, the Prince's State doing another business deal. They, they are a business, you know, at this point. It's Prince is not running his business. You know, I, I would imagine his, I would imagine the people who own the estate are not running the business, right? Uh, Prince's... Uh, relatives or heirs, you know, uh, I would imagine they are not the ones at the table when they having these meetings to decide what is the next moves for the estate, right? This is a bit, uh, you know, they, what, what we always say on here. This is a business and you ain't too far gone to see that yet. And you know, you look at who's running this business is, you know, being administered and ran probably by, a, a, was it Comerica? It was a bank. And, you know, they're in this to make money. They're in this, they're in control of these, these assets. Uh, and they're trying to make money. You know, the narrative is that they're uh, trying to pay down the tax bill. Um, I'm sure they're doing other things than that. You know, there's a lot of people that I imagine that are, you know, their jobs are based off of the, you know, the revenue of the prince's state. And so they try to make sure that people can get paid and the people can keep getting their, you know, checks every other week or whatnot. And so they're running it as such. Uh, you know, so it's almost like, is it a question of when people say, well, what would Prince do? I, I, I think that's almost irrelevant at this point. Prince ain't here. It's being ran by bankers. What would the bankers do? <laughs> you dig? The, the bigger question is, what would the customers want? You know, what do the consumers want? That's what they're trying to get to. 
They're not trying to get the prince to buy this stuff. They're trying to get you to buy it. So I think for, you know, to ask that question, I think it should be asked, you know, what do the fans and what do sort of, and there's different levels of fans, you know, what are, what are they willing to pay and what are they willing to buy? That's the question. Because if you just, if you want to just want to go buy what Prince would do, half of the stuff, probably the majority of the stuff that has been released since his death, we wouldn't have never got if it was what you want, if you wanted to do that, right? Like, do you think Prince really would have been like, yeah, I'm going to put out box set of sign of times? What's, what's, what did Kamala Harris say? No! <laughs> or or, or uh, Alphabet Street? I don't know if he's saying no. No! They wouldn't have put that out. They wouldn't have put that out. You probably wouldn't even have got that Purple Rain uh, release. You wouldn't have got, please, we wouldn't have got 1999. If you would have won with Prince, half of the stuff that, oh, man, I can't wait. You wouldn't have had none of that. So so let's not ask that question. You know, I guess, you know, you, you may be saying, well, is it in in line with the spirit of Prince? Uh, is it, you know what I mean? I mean, you, I guess you could think of something like that. And even that is kind of a reaching question because you can always sort of wrangle something in, into the spirit of Prince if you really were slick enough about how you worded it. But, you know, at this point, it's a business, man, and they got to do what they going to do to make bread. They probably was like, yeah, you know, makeup's a big thing. It's a big industry. Maybe they got, cut them a big, a nice little check. And as I like, go ahead, use his likeness and you know, come up with something. And sell that, you know, no different than some of the other stuff that, you know, they had Prince Funko uh, toys, whatever. And I have a couple. You think Prince would have had that? <laughs> no, I'm I'm not. I can't guarantee it, but I'm pretty sure. He's like, no. <laughs> but again, you know, it ain't about what at this point, it's not about what Prince would. He ain't here. And it ain't being ran by his family. So if you're not mad about his business being controlled by banks, then don't be mad about the moves they make. That's, that's just my personal take on it because a bank and a, a bank is going to do what a bank do. And a bank is there to handle money. That's it. And they got people who, who advise them and you know, they, they got people that they can trust. They feel like they trust has they interest and can go out there and they say, yo, go out, go out there and get these deals. You're going to get a cut of the deal. Go out there and find things that kind of make sense with this product that we're slinging. Cause that's to me, that's what they do. It's a product, you know, now for me as a Prince fan, hardcore fan, you know, like I said, I'm not going to buy this, but I'm not mad at it. I understand what it is. I'm here. I, I want the music. And like videos and things of that nature, but I know that it's just not going to exist purely off of that, because there's only a you know, small amount of us that are buying this music. There's a small amount of us buying the music when he was here. <laughs> Go look up those sales of those last few albums when he was alive. Y'all wasn't buying that like that. Stop! Stop! Stop playing. So stop capping. Yeah, stop the capping. Yeah, stop all. Well, I wasn't. No, you wasn't. <laughs> You, you was the one that was online said, oh he shouldn't be putting this out this ain't the, his good best stuff so you know 
it is what it is, man. It's you know, I say I say good if it if it uh, keeps his name out there and it doesn't seem disrespectful, uh, you know, it's all it's all good. I'm kind of you know, it's like I'm kind of like the when our parents used to say, "Oh, that's just something for them kids. Go and let them kids have their fun." That's how I look at it. Like, man, that's something for the kids, man. Go on and let them. You know what I'm saying? Put put go ahead and put Prince's name on it. <laughs> You know, get a couple of people who work for them and put their name on it. If that's going to make it sell a little bit. Cool. I just hope that the money that comes from this at some point trickles down to the people who actually own the estate and not just the people who work there and are the buffers between the people who own it and the people who are going out there getting the deal. So, you know, all the bankers and all the people that they employ, salute to them. You know, that's their job. But they don't own it. And, you know, I'm speaking for me. I know that the ownership is from black folks. It's, it, it's, it's essentially it's a black business not operated by black people. <laughs> but that's, that's, that's another story. But I'm just saying, hopefully at some point, you know, again, the narratives that they're trying to work down the tax bill. So I hope that these actions can help pay that bill so that they can relinquish control to the owners. So if this helps them do that, I'm all for it. You know, your question will be if that actually happens. We'll see, you know, but. That's the intent. At least that's how I choose to look at it. Whether that's the reality or not, I'm not sitting at them tables. I have no idea. I'm an outsider fan, just giving a commentary of my opinion. But, you know, salute to Prince. I, my thing is, I, I also feel like this, too. When I'm buying these products, I don't feel like I'm buying this in my, and I'm giving my money to Prince. Like, obviously, I'm not. I'm giving my money to the people who created this product. They just may happen to be a product that I like because it's from a dude that I like his work. I like his artwork. And they just happen to be the ones in control to put his artwork into the marketplace. But, the you know, consumers are going to dictate whether or not they want to support this or not by if they buy it. You know, so I, like, I will say, man, uh, Kim Berry, you better go on and get your products out there. <laughs> Shoot, can't be mad at that. Yeah, I mean, she she was doing his hair all these years. I assume he was doing his own makeup. But if anybody's gonna be <clears throat> getting the bags, she, she might better go ahead and get hers too. Let's support the sister. <clears throat> go ahead and put her product. And I always said too, <clears throat> you know, if they're gonna do products, man, you could do like a hair product. I, I said this before, but you know, I, you know, we had pink moisturizer oil back in the day. They could go ahead and do a, a deal with Lusters, man, and just do that purple moisturizer oil, you know. And you know what they could like, uh, they, what they could do, like, see, if I was up there, man, I'd be like, listen, we could take pussy control. And I was like, ah, but I would take, you know, listen, follow me, man. Follow okay. me. Okay. I, I got to see where this is going. <laughs> I, would take, I, would I don't take, know if I want to follow you. <laughs> I would take, I was, but I would have the product called Edge control. So, so. <laughs> oh, edge is control. Uh, uh, 
know what I'm saying? You put that purple oil, your purple oil on your edge and your struggle edges and lay it down. And man, you can have your finger waves like Christopher Tracy and have shh. Ah, edges control. That's the, Oh geez. Lord have mercy. Man, okay. I'm telling you, man. That'd be on uh BT all day, man. TV one. Wow. Wow. For the culture, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> just, just control. That would be the cold one. And then they could release a seven inch vinyl release on Latin. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm still trying to understand how has there not been any uh, colognes or perfumes? Can you imagine going to the Macy's and picking up a bottle of Doomy Baby? Come on, man. Well, I mean, it they had itself. someone he was alive. Thirty-one twenty-one. It was a couple of them. Yeah, get wild. Okay, well, bring yeah. it back. Bring it well, I back. agree. They should definitely. Yeah, you could. You could definitely have some. You know, that's an interesting cologne. Yeah, yeah purple rain vodka. Come on, now. hilarious. <laughs> or the purple rain, uh, purple rain mix. Just mix in like, rum or one of those. Come on, you know, down in Jamaica they do have a purple rain drink. Okay. Did I ever tell you I was at? This was a couple years ago. I'm trying to remember whose event this was. I think it was uh, Rodney Fitzgerald. Shout out to Rodney. And he had a party. I think it was during Celebration Week or something. But And they had like custom drinks. Nigga, do you know they had a menu and they had the podcast juice drink on there? <laughs> I'm dead ass you serious. what was in it? I don't. I do not. I wish I had a picture of that. But I was like, I was like, oh, uh, you're respect, a fool for this. Yeah, respect, I was like, oh, man. Podcast juice? Shoot. But uh, anyway, I digress. But yeah, man, I mean, you know, let the estate do what they do. You know what I'm saying? And if and and, and everybody has the right to like it or dislike it too. You know, I don't, I don't uh I'm not mad at people who are like, nah, I'm not feeling that. That they have the right to say that. You know, you just don't have to buy it. You know, um, it is. That's the main thing. But I, I, again, with social media, you know, that opens the door for everyone to have a voice. So you can you can you just have a right. You have a right to post that you like it. And you also have the right to post. I'm good. I don't think that's right. Man, it is what it is. But, uh, you know, I, I would hate to, you know, I would hate to get to a point where things like Paisley Park aren't open anymore. And, and it's not to say that, you know, the sales of this makeup or something is going to keep that alive. But I'm just saying like, they have to do things to generate some money, you know, uh, because I, I would imagine, you know, times is tough, man. You know, the COVID changed everything, shut a lot of things down. And, and, you know, when Prince was alive, man, he could just like, man, pfft, I'm gonna go here and do a quick tour and get this bag and get my money up. But, uh, yeah, man. So I, I say all that to say, yeah, I would hate to get to a point where things like Paisley Park are not open. You know, so on some level, you you want to see these products be successful. I, I I would I guess my only thing is I would just want to. I hope they have like some bigger announcements to come. You know, the little limited edition products and things of that nature. That's cool. I, I wonder does that reach outside of the hardcore Prince fan base? But but again, I have no idea about makeup. That's not my world. So this could be a big thing, you know. Any final thoughts on the makeup line? Yeah, I think this is a a smart move. I think 
it's very authentic and on brand with Prince because we all know the dude uh, always was coming out looking uh, as fly as he can be. And I think he appeals to women. So this is like a natural, in my opinion, a natural synergy that could work. And I'll probably pick it up either for collector's sake or as a gift. So I went all the way around. All right. That's what's up. Man, they need to go ahead and get them Prince suits popping. How about that? Yeah, I, I, that ain't going to work for me. <laughs> uh, I think I, I might not be the right size for that. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think the idea would be cool, you know what I'm saying? Some, some tailored suits, you know. I could see that being fly. I don't know if cats wearing suits like that no more, but I mean, can you? I mean, come on, man. I mean, if it's gonna be suits, it's got to be the iconic stuff, like the the polka dot stuff. And uh, I don't know about the musicology. Yeah, musicology. You got to be a fly dude for that one. Well, as I'm saying, you all of them, you gonna be fly. I mean, you gotta have a certain attitude and game about yourself to put them on. You know, what do you say? Putting on something that another won't dare. But yeah, man, like you have some cold little suits. Like if you're, you know how they have those, uh, what's that uh, place where all the, you get the church suits at and the player suits? Oh, they got men's warehouse or there was another uh, one. There's another, maybe a more, I'm thinking more of a regional place. Suit outlet or uh, there's some, uh, but I can't think of uh, Like a TG or what? K and G? Is that what I'm on? I don't know. It might be a more of a, a Northwest thing. But it's a place where you can you get your super, you know, the suits that belong, you know what I'm saying? The, the, the black church suits, or they got the pimp suits where they be the, the red ones and the yellows, and, you know, bright colors with the top hat. Man, you can have the, the yellow suit, the, the parade suit, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, you have the polka dot joint. All, all kind of classic. Again, you only be a certain type of man that would be able to pull that off. But, you know, it's a certain type of man to be wearing the pimp suits in the church. <laughs> so, <yeah>. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's a reality, you know. Shoot. Show up at the bar mitzvah, you know what I'm saying, with your, with your uh, musicology suit with one side lower than the other. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> I said, you got to be a fly, motherfucker. <laughs> or just don't oh. give a damn. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know, you're like, yeah, okay, what's happening? <laughs> you know? But what time did church start? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Pastor, we ain't got all day. I got to run that track in a yeah, minute. Gotta, you know? <laughs> Sister, uh, Sister Jenkins, how you doing? <laughs> I can see the hour? <laughs> yeah, you church looking, say hour. You looking good over there. You've been eating them ham hocks now. I see, yeah. Anyway. Oh, one of those an update. So we have been talking about the color version of Under the Cherry Moon. You know, I'm I'm pushing for that. I don't know nobody else maybe, but I would love to see it. Like at some point, it just seemed like that'd be a no-brainer release from Warner Brothers. Even if it was just um, even if they did it like on HBO Max or something like that. We're going to put it on streaming, you know, if they didn't feel like there was enough of a demand to, you know, get discs made up of it, of it or something. But I just think that would be a big thing. Like if you can have a makeup line, then you can put out one of his movies, like the color version of Undertaker. Now, some people, he didn't want it in color, Michael, you know, talk about Listen, he ain't here. you ain't got to watch it, man. They're, I'm not saying that they would 
you know, take the black and white version out of circulation, that's still there. But to offer the color version, and that would be a, I, I could see that being a big deal. Like, that would be cool, man. But why I brought this up, so I told you I'm, I'm currently reading uh, Dwayne Tudal's book, Prince in the Parade and Sign the Times Era Studio Sessions. And uh, I came across something last night I was reading, and I thought it was very interesting. It was talking about, well, throughout the book, at certain points, you know, he's making the movie and then going back and um, working on the movie. And I don't want to spoil a lot of this, but one part I thought was very interesting in the book. So there's a part in the book where they're talking about they're getting close to the release date of the movie, and Warner Brothers is nervous about the movie. <clears throat> and it says here, you know, it says they're, they're concerned that people will see this as an art film and not a blockbuster movie, which, you know, I think their expectations was based off of Purple Rain. And this is uh, a person named Rebecca Ross, and it says she was the editor, I guess, of the film. And I'm just going to read a little bit about this. And I don't want to, like, directly quote out of this book. But it says here that basically since Warner Brothers took the black and white print and then, uh, what is this? Well, basically, you know, they said they took a color negative and then they had a Warner Brothers assistant editor assemble the movie, a color version of the movie. And then there's Rebecca Ross and Prince watched it. They saw it. And this person says, Prince said, he, he's quoted as saying, destroy it. Make sure everything is destroyed. Uh, she says he was miserable and unhappy with the color version. And then she goes on to sort of explain, like, you know, they shot this for black and white and they used particular filters. And, and she was saying it would make it look awful as a color version. And they, she goes into talking about the cinematographer uh, and the techniques he used. But then she also says at the end of this, she says, so somewhere there is a color negative of the movie. I don't know where because they wouldn't have destroyed it. But yes, somewhere in a studio vault, it exists. So I'm saying, <laughs> we need to see that, man. And I know the, well, Prince wouldn't have wanted that crowd. I get it. And you are probably right. But don't let me find out that you got that Sign of Times box set or that 1999 box set or that uh, special edition purple rain in your collection, because you know Prince wouldn't have wanted that either. So, I'm not dealing with that. We we're beyond that. I just think that at some point in time, I bet you we will see that color version. It could be another ten years from now. Who knows? But I would not be surprised if that is released in some capacity. I think there's a lot of value to that to see a color version of the movie. And to, and to compare them, and to have both of them. And for those who don't think it's right, you know what? You know what's great about it is no one is forcing you to hit play on your remote control, <laughs> so you can ignore it. Um, but yeah, man, I just thought that was very interesting. I, I'm like, there's a little bit of hope if you don't you know, believe what what's in the book there. But yeah, man, um, did, would you want to see a color cherry moon version, Ant? Of course. I mean, again, it gives a new take on the film and it's just something that, you know, refreshes people's mind about the film. So I'm all for it. 
and on top of that, it might uh, you know make you appreciate uh, the film as a whole now because you get to see all of the beautiful landscapes. And I think that was Nice, right? Mm-hmm. And not to mention, you know, a lot of the uh, the costume and the design. So, uh, so I'm okay with it. All right. Well, uh, man, that's all that I really had on some print stuff today, um, ladies and gentlemen. If you haven't already, please check us out on Patreon. I will put a link to that in a pinned comment. If you're watching this on YouTube, and I'll have the link in the show notes. But with that said, Ampu, where can they find you online, sir? Find me at Twitter and Instagram at Ampu and also on Clubhouse most Sundays with the uh, Prince365 crew. All right. Shout out to Rodney once again in the building. And uh, Violet Brown. And shout out to Violet. Yes, yes. Yeah. All right. And ladies and gentlemen, you can certainly check us out here at podcastjuice.net and then just look us up on your favorite uh, podcasting platform whether that's uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Apple Podcasts, just look up The Prince Podcast. You can also look up Podcast Juice and find us there as well. And, of course, we are here on YouTube at uh, Prince Podcast. So there you go. My name is Michael Dane. Work it like a job. We'll see you next time. Peace. on my mind waking up to you girl I'll be happy all the time when I first met you you were nervous and shy Pretty baby
Seeing someone for the first time, like you could be passing on the street and, and you look at each other and for a few seconds there's this kind of a, a recognition. Like you both know something, the next moment the person is gone and, and it's too late to do anything about it. And you always remember it because it was there and you let it go and you think to yourself, what if I had stopped? What if I had said something? What if? What if? It may only happen a few times in your life.